back, people. Podcast is back. Another episode for y'all. Cliff in the building. AD. And Rod. And uh, that guy's back. We have to bring shit, him shit, back. Shit, 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 shit. We got that guy back. One, One more P time. Black. P Black. Hey. P Black. P Black. P Black. Oh my God, I'm missing. <laughs> Another fire episode for y'all. AD, bring us in, please. Yes. Um. So, this case that had... um. By the time everyone listens to this, it will be a little later, but... um, It got popping late anyways. Well, yeah. This has been an ongoing situation. The Centoya Brown, um, she was, you know, given life sentence for shooting, you know, someone who, you know, essentially paid her to have sex for um, at age 16. She was... A little background we're going to do. So, Centoya... Um, she was 16 when this happened. I believe it was like 2004. Yeah, she's she's born in um 88, so she's 27 now. Going to be 27. Um, and basically, she was you know a young teen who's been going through a lot. She was you know a victim of fatal alcohol spectrum disorder. So her mother was you know definitely drinking and doing drugs while she was pregnant with her. Her mother was raped. Her grandmother was raped. Um, she was also sex trafficked by a man named Cutthroat. And that's kind of where things went left field. He wanted her to go and essentially make money for him by prostitution. And she had run, ran into a man at Sonic. And he had pretty much asked her if she would have sex with him for money. And she agreed to it because she needed a ride. Um, to Nashville, where it's pretty heavy with prostitution. Once she was there, I guess, you know, they went as far as watching TV together, eating together, sleeping together, and they were in a bed together, and, you know, both fully unclothed. And I assume that from the documentary also, if you guys want to watch, is Me Facing Life, Centoya's story. He grabbed her pretty rough, and she, I guess she felt uncomfortable or threatened and when he went over to grab something in a drawer she thought he was grabbing a gun and she shot him and he died and she was tried and was faced to life is that like the main gist yeah the only piece was um i would say that she was tried as an adult Mm -hmm. um and i mean everything else you kind of nailed yeah so I at first before I watched the documentary, which I really suggest watching rather than we'll post that link. Like post yeah, the link in the description. rather than kind of googling the facts because because there's so many different opinions on this. Um, the documentary follows her before she g- gets the sentence, so it goes very in depth of what happened. You get to see a, a lot of interviews with her and her adoptive mother, her biological mother, um, her grandmother. Um, and at first, I when I saw this, it was more touchy on the fact that a 16-year-old is being sex trafficked, especially in the U.S. Because when I was in college, I took a class on like sex trafficking and stuff like that. And it was a lot of out-of-the-country things, like in third-world places that you would just be... It was just shocking to know it was in our own country. Mm. But once I watched the documentary, it was very clear that it was more of an unjust system that we have which is very hard to even see because for me it's children she was literally a child she was 16 and i feel like 
children should never be tried as an adult, no matter what the extent of it is. I mean, there's a lot that goes into this. I don't want to speak in general, but the I feel like she should have been given a second chance. Due to her circumstances, at least. So, um... So in doing some research on the case, um, first of all, it was it was it's it's very difficult to hear, um, and I'll just give a little bit more facts on the case um, itself. And I also just want to say that if you don't feel comfortable listening to this, because it does get a little bit deep, you know, considering it is a young woman that was uh, a young girl going through these type of experiences, I would say wait for the next episode. Um, but just to give you some more details on it, um, you know, this was a, a young girl who, like AD mentioned, had gone through a lot. Um, and actually her mother, um, in the documentary, her mother even mentions that her mother, her grandmother committed suicide. Mm -hmm. Um, th so there was a lot of, um, a lot of traumatizing events that happened prior to her even being conceived, um, during, uh, her mother's pregnancy with her, there were a lot of, um, drugs and alcohol consumption she drank a fifth of alcohol every day yes um there was a lot of drug and alcohol consumption um and then after um i think she was two when she was put up for or eight months when she was put two, up for two years two years yeah when she was put up for adoption um and then even in her adopted homes you know there were a lot of um Neglect. conflicting issues with you know um the adopted mother not giving her the the letters that her mother was writing to her um in those type of those type of issues um at 16, she ran away um, and, you know, you know, was encountered by a guy named, he went by Cutthroat and he was a pimp, pretty much. Um, up until that point, she had already been raped, she had been assaulted, she had been in fights, she had had some issues with the law and, you know, she met this dude and she was getting pimped, she was forced to have sex, uh, sex at gunpoint in some situations um, and this was just another, another Essentially, unfortunately to say, it was just another day for her. Um, and she was trying to get over to Nashville, like AD mentioned. Some of the issues that I have are the way this case was being handled. Um, it's tough to hear a defense really just attack a little girl, man. Hearing that type of stuff really killed me. Pete got something to say. Unfortunately, they're not looking at her as a, as a little girl. Unfortunately. So. And, 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 you know, I don't know, the I don't have the answer to how we should reform the law or the court system and how it should work, but it is extremely difficult to watch that type of stuff. Um, you know, take the emotion out of it. it, it it's exactly, you know, and... It's um, really delicate. It's really but delicate. when I got into it and because of some personal experiences, it... I had to really take that, you know, emotional thought out of my mind and look at it for what it was. If I'm sitting in a juror's seat and that's what your job is, that is what your job to is. Look at what it was, you know, and they had evidence that the the guy that paid her for the sex was was sleeping on the couch. The bullet entry was in the back of his head. She took the keys to his truck, took his wallet and his pants off or um, they're saying that she took the pants off, but like the pants were not in a common spot when the when the when the officers came in, and then she took the truck and left and went to Walmart. There, cutthroat picked her up, and then they went back to the hotel. They were able to the cops were able to you know trace it back and find her and arrest her. My first issue is that on the arrest, you know they do read her her rights, but she's just spilling the beans, and at at no point did the cops 
give her a, a an opportunity. They might have asked her. They did ask her, but at no point did they say you need an attorney. They just took what she did and and said we will try to help. We're gonna go to DDA as long as you're compliant. They read her rights though. They read her her rights. And they read her rights and they told her you need a lawyer. But at a sixteen little girl, does she really know her rights? And that's and that's you're a hearing this Especially old verbiage. I know, but girl. Unf- but unfortunately, you don't doesn't say, matter. They just have to say it once. As right. long as they say it once, that's and that's the that, that is everything that's covering their that everything that's is, covering their asses is is in that clause. That is the blanket rule. But this verbiage, the way those rights are are written, a lot of kids in these poverty-stricken areas do not understand this verbiage. You just hear it on cops and that's it. Mm-hmm. Is that really fair? That's my first thing, right? Right. So they take all this, the bit, the beans, the, the tea that she's spilling and they go back to the DA and she gets life, essentially. And to me, it the way I took it was, okay, you know what? Let me look at some of the facts. And I'm looking at why she was in this type of position. Okay, when I think of Nashville, Tennessee, I do not think of it as the way the numbers show. Me too. And when I started doing some research, it shocked me. And I'm like, Nashville ain't this way, you know, like there's a lot of food and music. Like, isn't this like a happy-go-lucky spot? Like, isn't it? It, And, you know, I slept on it. Just, I don't want to go too deep into it, but just some quick numbers. 2015, the, the count of total... They have it in different categories, and when you look at the crime, the crimes that they that they tally, it's homicide, rape, robbery, aggravated assault, burglary, larceny, theft, and motor vehicle theft. I looked at two: robbery and forcible rape. The total count in 2015 of forcible rape. This is the count of rape by force and attempts to commit. Mm-hmm. It's 606. Shit. In 2016, in Nashville. The, in Nashville. In 2016, the total count was 566. It's insane. I, I just want to say that during the time of this trial was happening, between 2004 and 2006, it was, in 2004, the total count was 390. In 2006, it was 333. The number has gone up. Right. Significantly. Every year. And okay. that's why they treat these prostitutes as literally criminals not victims it and that's where the law gets blurry and that's where it's difficult to cover every scenario in one sentence and that is the issue with the law i think below the age of 18 it should not be treated that way i don't think a 16 year old knows prostitution and what it truly is to be treated as a criminal miss brown knew what she was doing facts Miss Brown spoke very articulately in that in she that did. trial. She did. She was a lot more. She was than I. very detailed, and the issue that that really killed me was she made the conscious decision to take the truck and dip. Whether she was scared or whether she was panicking or not, to make she should have just called decision, in in a in a juror's eyes to make that conscious decision. It's really and hard. that's the thing. But it's when we're thinking, we're, but when think I'm thinking from a juror's standpoint. I'm not saying that. What right. she did was okay or whatever. I'm saying that she, because there were many factors to make her do that. She was she has been brainwashed her entire life. Right. Mm-hmm. She was programmed to if I have an issue, go to cut though. Even though he puts me in situations, he's the one that shelters me. Though puts he may beat me, put, but he gives me this money and I'm doing whatever I can. And yeah. he is the, her god in a sense. So she ran to that. 
But which is nuts because of the situations that they've been in, just him and her. Like, there's one part when she's saying she, she didn't want to have sex with him and he had a gun and she was crying the whole time. So to me, it's just crazy that you go back to that. You, when you're programmed and brainwashed it's, and you have nothing else, what can you do? Unfortunately, in a state like that, with numbers like that, they see cases like this all the time. So when you see cases like this all the time, this is what you're used to. So... They're not going to see a traumatized woman. They're mm. going to see a prostitute. Mm. So they're going to treat it as so. You feel me? If this was mass, if this was another state, possibly they might look into her past, her assessments, what's wrong with her, why possibly she could have done this or reacted in the way that she did. Right. You feel me? Right. But in a state like that, with those kind of numbers rising, at right. that, rising, they're going to treat it cut and dry. Like, and and just, to, just to throw out there, the trial lasted five days. Five days. Damn. Five days was a conviction. I mean... All counts. Again, like Rod was saying, if I'm a juror, I've got to look at it for what it is. It's a very difficult, uneasy past to look at. But at in the same... And I don't know so much about the timing, um, like how much your your sentence should be, but you have to look at it. He's the only one who died. That's there's a part in the documentary where the the older man is, who like they keep interviewing is it her lawyer? Yeah. Um, that says like usually like homicide or murder in general you sh- you get life. I'm not life. Um, the death penalty. Yeah. So it was like they saw this as like. Oh, this is this is the light version of your of your sentence. Well, you that's a I mean? huge thing too. I'm not very well versed in the law, especially when it comes out into the courtroom. The most that I can say that I'm educated in, to be honest with you, is a lot of investigation discovery. <laughs> Me too. And a lot of law and order. But I'll be honest with you, one thing I do notice is that a lot of these huge cases when the death penalty is on the line. They like it's almost like from a defensive standpoint, if they can get that off the table, it's like a victory mm-hmm. in their regard, mm-hmm. even if it's life. I Wh- don't know why. Which is a, because, is. because I mean, you're not taking it, another it, it life. It is a victory <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's because a because the parents and the family of the person they're defending, they get to go visit. It may not be the best situation that they wanted, but they're okay. Even for the people alive. that prosecute, they don't want the person who murdered say their family member to get the death penalty because they do see that as well they just got the easy way out people people want people, people to suffer yes yeah. and that human beings cannot handle being isolated and being alone and that's why jail is so bad mm-hmm. like a human brain cannot react by being alone with literally no interaction with the world that's why people rather that which i totally understand but I just think she was so young to not even get like a 20 years or something. Like she's getting retried in another 10 years. Because she'll be 36. Because the evidence kind of shows, at least from what I hear, it shows she knows exactly what the hell she was doing. 
And that's the and issue. And it's really hard and to prove that you didn't know no, what you were doing. She was 16 and had sex with 36 people. This is normal. Like, it's not like she's an average person who was doing prostitution for fun. And then she's, you know, let's say she's a 25-year-old woman who's literally doing it for money. And she felt threatened, so she shot him and was like, oh, hey, I'm leaving. That's not the case. What evidence? Like, I know I'll say you guys don't know the answers. You might. But what evidence I want to know is what, what evidence was displayed in front of these jurors? You feel me? Do they know the background of this woman to know how traumatized that she is? Yeah, that possibly... they, they studied her for this reason. So it was discussed. She did talk about it. The jurors had all that information. But, you know, the act itself. Okay. It is wrong. It is unfair that she was in this situation. It totally was. But like we were saying, like I was saying earlier, she did not kill any of those other men that she was involved with. And that has to be considered. And you have to consider that being a juror. You, you know, to. it's so unfortunate. It is so But wrong. my thing is, but, is, from my standpoint, the other people that she had sex with, I feel like, were brought to her or she was... I don't think she was not home per se. Like the people We don't the, know that. I understand that's what I'm saying. We don't know that. So that's why I'm saying that might be why she never got to do that with other people because it could have been she was home or at a hotel, like she says, cutthroat was there, it happened in front of him, she had no opportunity to shoot either of them. She's alone in someone's house. She has the opportunity to kill and be out. But she made the decision to even try to get out to East Nashville. Okay. But she also said Cutthroat knows her mother, where he li- where she lives, he will kill her. He will do all this if she doesn't do that. But That's why I'm saying these things that she, she's being told, she is scared for her life at all times. This is the one time she was alone that she could save herself when she felt. We don't know if this was the one time if she was alone. A lot, But she talks about a lot of the time they were in a hotel room with Cutthroat there telling her, if you don't have sex with him, I will kill you. Yeah, many of times, but she didn't say every time. Okay, but you have to put that into consideration saying, why does she only kill this one dude? You have but, to put it into consideration, but unfortunately, the way the system works, bro, it's like, it's what you can show. It's like, all that shit is out the window. All that shit is out the window. We're not saying that it's right you know or I mean? wrong. So it's, it's like they're going to... can prove in the court of law. Right. That Which is one another time conversation. That she's not alone, is that that's it. And on, top, and on top of that, the way she ended it, she linked back up with homie low-key cherry on top like you know what you're doing you're finishing this job you did this it probably look you look up they, they set this up it that, that's what it sounded like to me to keep it real who's that's to what say? I'm saying. if you had no idea and they literally just told you the facts it sounds like a lick it sounds like a lick bro it yeah. sounds like this is plotted and i'm not saying that that is okay or all right no it's unfair but, but in the juror's eyes when this case is presented it, for a juror for me if I hear she's 16 I'm not thinking that way I'm just not I'm sorry when I when I was 16 anyone anyone told me to do my life is on the line I'm doing it I'm sorry like I'm 16 I'm not but 25 problem, but, but doing is, these things going back to someone who rapes me like I'm 16 I don't have a family I have an adopted mom who doesn't even acknowledge me like her, her adopted mother visit her every weekend in jail and she, but she said their relationship is completely two different eye points because when they talked to Centoya, she's like, that woman didn't listen to a thing I said. And then the adopted mother was like, oh, I thought she would know she could talk to me. We talk about things all the time. Like, who can you really believe at this point? I mean, are you just going to side with her because she's in this predicament? Or are no, you going to take I'm, it for what it is? Because the fact today, up to this point, is that. Her adopted mother is visiting her in jail every weekend. How, to date. I mean, how the dynamic of the conversation is, to date. is a different conversation. Yeah. Right. 
I think for me, AD is like, I hear you, but and you the have fact to that she, also... she, she finished school in jail, like, she's trying to be better. And the fact that you're, you're going to diff- give this girl life to not even have a second life. Like, her second life is having a life in jail. The difficulty with the theory of, like, I hear she's 16, at that point, AD, you are no longer doing your job as a juror. You wouldn't, even, you wouldn't even be on it. You I would know. not even be I'm, on it. I'm, you know I'm glad I, mean? I wasn't. And it's our civic duty to, to, to analyze for what yeah. it is. Unfortunately, it's our civic duty not to be biased and not think like that because let's say this 40-year-old was your uncle. But this is, well, this is what I mean. This is why so many people get into jail for things they didn't do or get time for extended time that they shouldn't deserve. This is the whole main point of me. Like... She got life. That's nothing. Like, there's no helping in this situation. Regardless of what she did, you have to look at that. She was 16 and got life. It wasn't like she was older. I agree. And looked at the other points. Like, dude, she literally has fatal alcohol spectrum disorder. That girl might not even know what the hell is going on. I agree that the law itself in Tennessee specifically. She needs a lot of help. A lot. She does. A lot of resources. I agree in gen- in uh, <sighs> to Tennessee that it is extremely harsh, and They're in fact bad. that this I this case in Tennessee. particular was so compelling to the courts, to the um, uh, excuse me, the Supreme Court. They have they um, can't do anything. In 2012, actually, in 2012, they changed the law that juveniles that are getting tried for murders have um they 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 should not be allowed they they are allowed parole prior to that it wasn't misdemeanor though prior to that it wasn't i'm sorry sex trafficking is a misdemeanor it was in tennessee was or is that's insane a misdemeanor and she got life yeah, but she didn't, she didn't get life, life for she that. Life for she got I'm, life. She got murder. life for a first degree murder. AD. I'm saying that still needs to be an account that she's been sex trafficked. I agree, but but the case itself is on her on the act of her killing someone. Did Cutthroat get a case? And I guarantee I you probably he it. probably would have sang like a canary, bro. I couldn't. I couldn't get. He would have sang like a canary. Yeah, she <laughs> was involved. This and this, and then at that point, who are you gonna believe? If she did not leave and link back up with Cutthroat. She might have had a chance. She would have had a chance, or they would have dropped the murder. They would have dropped the murder charge down. What sucks is she was just on the run. Ugh. Like I'm, I'm, I'm wild. I don't know that, what to do. That's what because these are because con- these are conscious decisions now. Like I understand, like you're traumatized, you're under pressure, you're looking for a way out, blah blah blah. But you're making conscious decisions to leave, grab cash, take pants, and link up with your problem. If this is a real issue and you need a way out, before you linked up with Cutthroat, you would have called you. You would have called the Jigs. Or go straight I there. Agree. Or straight there. And you want to know what it or is you, about being or brainwashed? Or on top of that, you have cash, you have cash in a new truck. Run away. I'm out. You have their various ways out. You made a conscious decision to link back up with the plug and continue the movements. That's where I... So, so it seems like there's no change in And I completely this, agree this with that. This is a, literally that piece, the the um, the robbery piece, is why they tried her as an adult. If she did not do that, she might... And I get that, but that's the only reason why I say I feel like she was a child. An adult wouldn't have done that. I don't think. That's my oh. opinion. She was a child. I would I would assume that is a big reason why she went back. So so just let these viewers know, I work in um, the juvenile system with kids. And um, it's really tough for me because I have kids who are 14, 15, 16, mm-hmm. and they're conscious... And these are traumatized kids from when they were younger. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. They've been through enough, but they are making conscious decisions out here. They know what they're doing. They're setting up cats left and right like they're the mafia. So when these cats get caught up in there in these predicaments and the kid in them comes out, mm-hmm. it's really hard to have remorse sometimes when right. you know, honestly, how smart, intellectual these cats are. Mm. You feel me? So, yeah, you can be traumatized. It may not be the be right information, but it's information that you're acting on. Exactly. She made a conscious decision to leave and go, go back. She made an innate decision. So that's why it's kind of tough to be like, yeah, she's a kid when you made some grown you, you made some grown adults. You made you made some grown adult, adult decisions. For me, hearing the case, and again, not even being privy to Tennessee in general, I'm thinking like, why is she at this point? And when we look at it and we dive deeper into it, and we've talked about Boston and like the real Boston, like the cities and the hoods. And you think about Nashville. And like I said, the first thing I think about is the strip and the music and the food and how dope it is. But when you drive into it, what is, what is the, what is the core of why this is happening? And so then I was like, they started interviewing her mother and then they brought her to her, her uh, grandmother and they spoke about her aunt and suicide and rape and there were a lot of... Her grandmother killed herself. It's a, I think a, a different, different one. Yeah. yeah. All right, my bad. So, when you think of... And this number really shocked me, bro. The poverty levels in 2016, Nashville alone is 19%. Poverty levels. So that means based on your... Your household and the amount of income you make, you are within poverty levels, right? And then Tennessee as a state is 20%. That's a force. Now, I want to say a fact that really blew my mind. 14.3% are below poverty. That's a force. That's not even a middle class. So when you think about it, right, it, it, it gets deeper, right? The law is unjust. I agree. There are a lot of things that can be revised, rewritten, reformed. But was there even an opportunity from birth for her not to be in this situation? Did her environment warrant? And that that's nope. my main point is that's why I feel like it could have been a different outcome. It could have been she goes, she has jail time and, and then they put her in a facility to help her rather than I'm putting you in life with adults. And then even before she was... I'm not even... Take a step back. Take a step back and look at it from before the act happened. Her, no, I know. Her life I'm saying was, she was always going to end up was probably in, in a situation. That. But yeah. I'm saying the fact that accounting all that information, the fact that they weren't like, this was going to probably happen regardless in a different circumstance. So we'll take care of you. Yes, like let's help her rather than let's put her down and keep her in this locked up facility. And she was in like... The whole before she even got to trial, like like locked down, nobody talk, touch, nothing. Like it was first degree though. I get that, but like I said, to me she's a child. It could be have it could have been handled a lot different to me. There's also in a uh, I didn't write the stat down, but there's also a high number of juveniles pending trial or um, already. Uh, convicted of first degree murder in Tennessee. It's like I 183. It, yeah, it's like a very are, high number. That are already serving it. It's life for them. Yeah. So I'm these are acts that are happening quite often. <laughs> I'm not going. I'm in Tennessee. It's going to lit. Yeah. But you know, I'm if just, you're not doing sex trafficking, <laughs> I'm not doing it, bro. The barbecue is not worth it. You know, but I'm just saying that there are a lot of factors that are, that our systems are, are not built to, 
allow people to even succeed. Mm -hmm. The high school graduation rate rate right now in Tennessee is 87%, very high. After that, it's like 14% for post high school. Jesus. These kids aren't going to school. These kids are not being educated past a GED level. You know, there is not a lot of work. And if there is work, you're not making a ton. So you gotta what do you do? You just buckle all these people together and just say, hey, figure it out. It sucks because now she's literally like a model prisoner. Like she's finished school. She's done essentially college in school. I mean, in the facility she's in. She's really trying to better herself without even thinking she's going to get out. But what was stopping her from doing that before? Resources? Why couldn't she? That's my point. Yeah. That's my point, though. There, there was none as wrong. There was, no, there, that's, there, my, that's what I'm saying. There but are like, no resources. Yeah. If she, if they gave her those resources instead of life, is what I'm saying, she could have really gone further but, rather than she's doing these things in jail and not having an opportunity to possibly leave. To, to turn that into right. her actual like if you, daily life. I, I follow. She, the things she's doing with nothing in jail, imagine if they really like helped her. What resources are they really giving her in jail, though? Not honestly. I'm like, saying they're like, not. I'm she, saying the she, little that she has, she's yeah, killing it with exactly. it. Exactly. The little that she has in jail in this confined space, she's making it work. But the little that she had on the outs, she possibly, if her mind was there, she could have made that work, too. Because the jail system, and especially in Tennessee, dog, they're not funded. Like, they're funded, but they're not funded like that. They're not giving her top, top shelf education or anything. Mm-hmm. She's making do with what they're giving mm-hmm. her, which is cool. So that means you could have made do with what you had. I outs. think the difficult, which is a reflection of the state. You know what the entirely. difficulty is? I think it kind of goes back to what AD's point is, is that you have this hawk on your back and this shoulder of cutthroat. Like, I know where you're going. I know where your mother I know where lives. your ties are. You can go to that free, you know, education program on Wednesday, but I'm to your mother's crib on on Thursday. Exactly. So, like you said, she had the chance to not. So this is kind of where. So she had the chance to leave. Running scared. Run away and not go back. Like Cliff said, imagine she did leave and run away. She knows her mom's gonna die off rip if she does that. If she doesn't come back at all, he knows he knows what to do. He might not kill her, but he's killing her family. I mean, whether she can go to the authority, like she had options. She 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 could have went to the authorities. She had a window, ma. To do something different, and she didn't. Low key, not, not the amount of asshole, time that she could have killed that I nigga feel too. Like took to help her, or Sorry. like that, her mom would have been dead in an hour. You know what I think? It's I know what I think it is. It's this, and this is the, the um, my point. Like Pete was saying, the act happened, the situation happened. You know, folks don't have instant telepathy. Folks can't read minds. So in the same vein, she could have taken the keys, taken the money, whatever, gone straight to the authorities and just started singing like a canary. Like, this is what's going on. I'm terrified. This is where my pimp is. X, Y, Z. He would have probably never known. And, and it would have grabbed him. And I guarantee you, it probably would have helped her out in the long run. It would have helped her greatly. 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 Now, she probably wouldn't have got life. She probably wouldn't have got life same if she vein, came in that point. Nobody. In the same vein, we also have to take into account... If we are hearing AD's perspective on like it's always in a hotel room, he's always there. It's really hard. Again, taking those words, if that was really the first time you're dolo, like I can't fault you for not instantly making that connection immediately. But then to Rodney's point, I'm thinking of in the sense of like, is it real? Like most of the times, okay, but even in those subtle times when you're by yourself, what are you thinking about? Like. Are My you thing thinking is we don't know. about That's life? That's the one she's thing we trained. don't know if she she's ever trained. alone. She was chained. When she's alone, she's going to do the work and go back to cutthroat. So 
I, I get that. that. You really got to break someone's... You have to break that cycle. You got to break someone's free will, bro. Mentally get in their brain, bro. And that he, that's why he chose a child. But my issue is that it it can't be after the fact. Like, you have to think. She got tried at 16. So she she was younger when she was doing these things. But she was younger and she always had the strap on her. She shot him with his own gun. I understand no, her own gun. Her own yeah, gun. I understand that. But if you're being taught these things at 14, by the time you're 16, you're a pro. Yeah, that's my point, though. If you're a pro, then you know ins and outs. She also took his guns after she dipped, by the way. Did she really? Yes. I'm just saying that she didn't make it for herself. She didn't make a case for herself. It's really hard. Bro. On top of everything, she really was shot. Hard. he was shot in the back of the head. I am saying that he is wrong for, one, messing with a, 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 a prostitute. Two, a young little girl like that. He is dead wrong. I'm not saying that he deserves to die, but he deserves mm, to be judged. To me, I think anyone who touches a child should... Like Charlemagne says, you should be in jail for life or dead. Yeah, I don't think anyone die, should die. It is but not my place in, in on yeah, this God green earth to say who yeah. who deserves to die or not. So I you know what I'm saying? Die. I'm just nah, saying that nah. when this you given the facts, yeah. given the facts alone, it is difficult for a juror to say, "Yo, you didn't plan this," or "Yo, this was not yo, something that you had an opportunity to do or get out of," because from personal experiences, people have opportunities, and then they, there's this whole. Hey, well, you know, I'm trained this. I'm all of this information came after you did the act. You mm-hmm. did the act. Like you, you didn't show me nothing in this whole this whole story time span that you tried to get out. Like I understand he was a hawk over your back, but like, did you try to get out and he beat you? Yeah, I mean, like, like I, I don't see nothing. So in this case, you uh, busted a lip. He's definitely beaten her prior. From what we're assuming. No, he. She, well, she lied on the documentary. She talks about how he's literally abused her. From what we know and assume and hearing it. But what I'm saying, again, even though it's coming from her, to be really real with you, though, I know it sounds grimy, but I got to be honest, it's hearsay. It's hearsay. It's, it's what a she's saying, it what is. she's saying, like, you know, he was abusing me, this and this and this, this and this. I understand that and I hear you and I'm connecting with you. I'm empathizing with you. But I also have to understand and say, okay, you know what he's doing is wrong. What are you doing to make it right? This is why this is really touchy. Because it's, difficult, it's that very difficult. By the same time, you have to see all views. You must. If you don't, then there's... It's vantage points. You, ha- you have to. Because as, especially as a juror. So yeah, I can I mean, never be a lawyer or a juror, like or judge. Because like, if we want to run and play her for, for victim, that. if we want to run and play her for victim, not saying that she's not, not saying that she's not, but at the same time, we can also play her for the person that she's portraying her life to be. So as much as we can sit here and assume, you know, if she had the resources, if she had the tools, all this education and knowledge that she's getting in in, in jail now, if we gave her the opportunity to put it into, you know society how much growth and impact she can have every day xyz let's be real here guys look at the other side what happens if she doesn't get bagged and she goes back to cutthroat another day on the job she lets him know hey this is what happened so next time we got to do xyz Mm. it's a difficult lifestyle it goes goes both ways it's a cycle and something's got to give and that is why the thing that i took away from this case is why did this little girl end up in this situation? Because of the environment. It's the environment. She grew up in a Tennessee poor... Tennessee made her fail, bro. 
They gave her the resources. She was born to lose. Right. Bro. And her mother off rip. Her Tennessee's mother, not gonna like this. I'll tell you that. Her, mo- <laughs> <laughs> her mother. Her mother gave her up. So her mother had her and was still abusing alcohol, still abusing drugs, and gave her up. Right. We don't know the. We don't know the extent of her relationship with her um, adopted mother and her. But she ran away. At 16, you can run away and try to start your own life. You can run away and try to, or just report to the adoption agency that you, you're not, you don't like where you are. You could try to, like, what are we, like, why did, why was she able mm-hmm. to just run away? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, at, at, at 16, you can't really run away and start your own life. Because regardless of what you get into when you start to start to be legit, someone's going to eventually notice that you're a minor and... The system's gonna get involved regardless. Okay, then wait out two years. Eighteen. So bet within those two years that she's waiting to be eighteen. What are you How you how, how you suffice it for yourself? How you fend for yourself? Yeah. I'm selling myself because that's the easiest money to get out here. Oh, but I'm you're at an adopted. Yeah, but you're at an adopted family's house. And they're probably not giving you what you need. So what are we doing? So that again, that's my issue. I'm here. So if the adopted family's not doing enough, is the agency checking to confirm? Who is held responsible for these kids that are dropped off at these homes and it's okay, they, they look good on paper, so Does then the that's agency it. agency have the funding to support all these kids? Who's paying for that funding? Taxpayers. Who is regulating this? <laughs> Wait, taxpayers? Do you see what they're getting paid out there? How much money are they really take from these? How much money are they really take from, um, um, from, from the people? I agree. I, I'm saying I agree with all these points. When will there? What type of reform needs to happen for this to be regulated or From looked at? The top down. That's how it is. It, it, you From know what I'm saying? Down. When we you when we look at yourself in the when we keep peeling Tennessee. off the onion, what do we get to? What, what are we getting to? Tennessee is not on the radar to it's make a, better. It's a systemic issue, and it gets clouded by the 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 fun antics of what Tennessee is. When you think of Tennessee, you don't think about that. When people think about Boston, they're not thinking about all these kids that are running around in the hoods or the kid that Gracious just, or Boston. the kid that just shot other, uh, this other kid in Roxbury a couple weeks ago. No, they think about Harvard. They think about the medical schools. They're thinking about these medical schools and all. They're not giving the, like people be like, yeah, the education in Massachusetts is great. Right. The colleges are. Awesome. I would never step foot in Charlestown high. Hell no. I was privileged Hell enough no. not to go there. Hell no. I would never go to the, I would never go to Madison. Hell no. No disrespect. No disrespect. No disrespect, but Madison was shut down a few summers ago for the first almost three months of school. The system didn't even put class schedules for these kids. This is in our city. You are born to lose. This is in our city. Yeah. Okay? So I'm saying, what why is the system failing us? We're not looking at these numbers. Are we just recording these numbers for show and tell? What no. are we doing with this? No, we have to do something. I agree, bro. I agree with you. I'm, I'm just. At, it's a rhetorical you. question. I'm just. I'm just. I'm challenging the system, mm-hmm. right? Because not that people, not that the system can control certain things, but they can control certain environments that things tend to happen in. Because the fact that rape has gone up since 2004, doubled, almost doubled. Why is that being allowed to happen? Is the education what the is education happening? Needs to be reviewed. What is happening? Need to be reviewed. What is happening in these hoods? Why are kids able to go ahead and just get guns? Get the strap. 
what what can we do you know what let's just put stricter gun laws make it hard for kids to get guns cool i'll just buy it illegally do you know how many people are flipping these guns illegally Put putting a gun putting a gun law up doesn't really make it any harder for you to get it doesn't for you to get stop. On the streets. It, doesn't, it doesn't stop these hoods from still ha- being. Strapped. I just think the difficulty is that like it's really difficult to have these kinds of cases be the wake up call. Unfortunately, and that's my issue. She Cliff. has to. Thank you. She has to fall on the sword. Unfortunately, thank you, Cliff. A, but to be honest with you, and I mean, there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of social media going on. A lot of people talking about her. There's probably 10, 15 Centoyas that we're not speaking about. Fox. But in the same vein, it all boils down to it. As much as we can talk about she had free will, she had this, she could have done that, she killed them, there was no self-defense. Are you setting these kids up for success? It's very simple. It's un- And the answer is no. It's crazy. You're not doing it. So what do you expect? You got a drug problem going on in your city. You got... an even in mass, for example. I'm happy you brought that up. Even in mass. We talk about the opioid epidemic, what's going on, yeah. things of that nature. What are we doing to help? And towns are just diminishing. Like You know what I mean? I mean like you said the other day, Stoughton has completely changed since you guys been there. Man. That's a whole nother ordeal. That's a whole nother episode. That's a whole nother ordeal. But it is but it is it is an issue though, and I don't think it's something that we're addressing because I feel like you know, we just too caught up in, in what the bottom dollar is and how much money we're putting in, in the pockets. And But are we really having, do, or do we have enough centers? Do we have enough, you know, opportunity? Are we going to these homes and checking in and seeing and confirming and making are sure? Are these people actually being paid accordingly? Think about it from a, from a perspective of like a social worker, right? You got a caseload of how many people? You working how many hours? Right. You getting paid nothing, bro. You're living with that stress, bro. How can you do your it's job effectively, there. bro? We hear so many times about kids that are unhappy in their homes, this and this. Like it's hard to keep track when you know you got stress on your back, bro. I agree. It's difficult, bro. But I, is the answer paying them more gonna make you I do know. more work? I feel you, bro. If I'm if I'm getting paid fifteen dollars an hour and I'm not getting twenty five, does that erase the three hundred cases that are pending on my back? That's true. I get to eat a little bit better, but I still got four hundred cases to go through. It's true. So what am I doing? Okay, you know what? I'm getting fifteen dollars an hour, but I know these three hundred cases are being split amongst ten people. Mm. Let's expand a little bit. I'm not saying it's the right solution. I don't know what the incomes. I don't know what the trickle effect will be. But let's expand the department a little bit. Right. What do you think? We could have saved her. You haven't, you haven't talked in a minute. I'm good. What do you mean? It's yeah. not like if I disagreed, I would have spoke. Word. So you rock <laughs> with us? I am. I, I still stand by my, I think she's a child. So I really do think it should have been different. Do you believe she was, she was born to lose? Yes. And that's why I feel like it's even worse that they just were like to do that. True. Like you knew something was not going to happen for her, positively, and you were you made it even worse. Yo, I'm no longer supporting nothing from Tennessee. Shout out, shout out to the Wire for putting this in my head. Not trying to be like a, a conspiracy <laughs> theorist or anything, you feel me? <laughs> but I think there's a lot of stuff that we don't look at that's right in front of us, but we're just blinded by it because we're so caught up in the bullshit. What's, what's going on? Now? Exactly, so the bullshit yeah. and what they want us to see. Um, Find your own truth. 
a lot of sh- a lot of shit that's going on going on in our towns in our cities that are fucked up that we cry about the opiates the drugs the the guns da 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 all this is revenue this is all money right legally or illegally. it's all business Be- jail and is a business some of these some of these crimes that are going on are legit keeping our shit afloat government wise I agree the gun the guns in the city da da it's all a cycle they they go they go they go in the precinct and they come back on the streets the same guns why. Cause it's money. Mm-hmm. This is the, this is the same money that is supporting your your, your 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 police. No bullshit. So if it ended, let's say it ended, there was like a big huge reform. A lot, yes, a lot of shit would crumble, and you wouldn't even peep it. Mm. So really, the higher ups looking down have to keep this shit going. Yeah, I mean, I know it sounds crazy, you know what I mean. But where but, does the revenue come from? Is my question. No, P, I agree. I agree a thousand percent because. It's not just for no reason that those poverty levels are where they are. And it's, it's, and it's not for no reason that Tennessee specifically is busting when it comes down to trafficking. Yeah. There's a reason for that. That's the hotspot for it right now. Yeah. That's where cats are going to do that stuff at. And you're telling me that there's not no one up in the higher in, 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 in that leather chair getting money from this? Mm-hmm. Mm. Facts there is. And bro. when you think about the law in general, why did it take until 2012 for this case to happen? First of all, she got tried, when was it, 80, 2004? Uh, yeah, August 6, 2004 is when she met the, the Johnny <laughs> Allen is who she So she killed. got convicted then. And it wasn't until 2012 that the Supreme Court looked at this case and said, wow, we need to figure out something to do for juveniles that are getting tried at this level. Do you see, do you, like, there's, I understand yeah, yeah. legislation needs to pass, you know, it needs to, we need to go through, like, there are checks and balances. Cool, but why are there no expedite, there's no expedited process when a child is at danger. Mm-hmm. I was Where, trying to see. Is she, is she half black? I can't... F- she looks at it. I don't know. Her mom's like... I know her uh, mom's white, but... It's all money, man. But you know, it's all money. I mean, money, money, we money. can go deep into it, into the thoughts, into the theories. Especially down south. Especially down especially south. down south. They make so much bread off the prison systems. Like, it's crazy. It's, it's honestly, it's disgusting. It's a stream of income. It's like, crazy. Just, just from thinking at the, like, the, the lowest level, just employment. Like, people work and start careers in prison systems. It's just a way for them to get bread. Yeah, You know? When you're literally just a number. Unfortunately, I tell my kids all the time, like, you guys are a number. Like, you're a price. Are any of them, like, uh, not to, like, go into privacy, but facing something like life? Um, No, but I know kids from, like, on other units who are waiting to go to big boy jail. Like, they're just underage. They don't want to send them to big boy jail so, at this age. So they have wow. them sitting on a, like, like a kitty camp unit mm-hmm. until wow. that time. And it's crazy. Like, they have, like, they have like, like going away parties for, wow. for like, kids who are That's crazy. making that transfer to big boy jail. It's That's like, crazy. it's like you left the job and it's you, like, you found something when do you even know if you become a boy to a man to be That's in crazy. these, like, facilities? Like, you know, you're literally going from juvie to men who have done insane things like that's the thing that's so scary to me and that's why i'm like yo she's literally a child in this situation oh and she's gonna learn quick no i mean now she's 26 27 because once once they come in at seven let's say they come in at 17 and they know what they're going to face bro they hit that gym real quick they Mm -hmm. become a man real fast Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, i mean real fast you have to you have no choice and if you're blessed with the opportunity to get out you don't want to go back some people are dumb. <sighs> what do you know, though, Rod? That's <laughs> another question. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. I think, I think that I'm not... Listen, I, I think that there's a lifestyle that you need to change when you're out. But the goal is not to go to jail. How long she been there for? 
She's right been now, there she's like about 10 years. You can make the 10, argument the goal is to be smarter. The goal is to be smarter about it. Like You're 11. still breaking the law. It was tough. But after she does, let, let's say they gave her 20 and they let her out. After she does that dub, bro, she's not going to be the same person. She's going to be completely institutionalized. She's yeah. not going to be the same person. So now that's the risk you have on the street. Mm-hmm. Which is post-jail. Traumatic stress? Is, it's, it's it, is, it is real life. Facts. It is real so life. And, and it's why into the system, people... You start doing all these illegal crimes. What do you do? They put you in a halfway house or something like that. If you're, if you're, like, if you're if lucky, you, if, if, if you do lucky. that, if you do that long, if you do, if you've done that long, usually, yeah, they put you like in a halfway step down program to get you adjusted, assimilated, well adjusted to how life is supposed to be. They start then, checking you this and this. Most likely, you'll probably. And now you have the government like telling you what life is when that is not what life is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So damn man, we, we could have tackled this fifteen million. Yeah, years. I mean, um, you know, it was. There's a lot of what ifs. What can be done? Um, overall, definitely look at the case. Take a look back and and, and look at the laws. There's get familiar. A lot of facts we probably missed. Yeah, but get, get familiar get with familiar. with what's going on in your area, your community, your city, your town. Be familiar with the laws. Don't be ignorant. You know, get it's, involved. Get involved. You know, and if you see people going down a certain route and you know that you can prevent that from happening. You have a more responsibility to do something and say something. And I challenge everybody that's listening and us in this room to, you know, try and flip the script. Step up. Try and flip the script. Exactly. exactly. Because unfortunately, the system is not built for us to succeed. So in the meantime, how can we support one another, especially minorities? Like AD said in the beginning, um, for those who maybe missed it, um, the documentary that we have been referring back to is Me Facing Life. Centoya's story. It's also on YouTube for people who like, on oh, YouTube, I can't find it. So check it out. We'll post all the information as much as we can on the link. Thank and you that's again. That's a wrap. All right. Good looks, y'all. Until yeah, next time. P Black, thank you. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me again.